APU. American Public University is proud to present Leading Forward. I'm Dr. Ashley Taylor, and in this episode, I'm joined by Sharice Nelson. She has agreed to have a conversation with me about entrepreneurship and creative vision. Sharice, thanks for taking the time to speak with me. I'm looking forward to hearing the insights you have to share. Thank you, Ashley. I'm happy to be here. Good. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your professional background. Well, Ashley, I am a professional model. I'm a licensed esthetician and I'm an an entrepreneur. Um, I've been modeling beauty, fashion, and commercial for over 15 years. Um, This includes magazines such as Marie Claire, Essence. I've modeled for different brands like Tory Burch and Vince Camuto. I've done beauty shows for Nordstrom, Lauren Teller. And with me modeling, I grew uh, appreciation for skincare and the beauty industry. So this led me to becoming an esthetician. And as an esthetician, I worked in different studios in Philadelphia and recently launched an online skincare and wellness business. I can see how that would all come together with your modeling background and beauty and wellness. I can see how that could all come together. Yeah, um, exactly. Because with being a model, you have to take care of yourself. No one's perfect. But skincare is important. You know, having clear skin or achieving to have clear skin Also giving tips to people on how to have great skin or look good with makeup geared me towards uh, being an esthetician, like taking it a step further. So what made you decide to take a non-traditional route to employment? Well, it did not happen overnight. Um, I've worked for many different companies, nonprofit organizations for over 20 years. Um, It's nothing like a guaranteed paycheck you know, having a security blanket, having that compensation package. But it it took a lot of faith to get to that point. I really decided to hone in on my um, skincare skills and go to school to be a licensed esthetician. And that brought me closer to realizing that I don't have to have this traditional nine to five. I can actually make an income doing skincare. And then as a model, I've been modeling for years. So that gave me kind of an inspiration or gave me an outlook on a non-traditional job. So pulling it all together, I was able to figure out that I didn't have to take this route, that I could really go out and make a career for myself with modeling and being an esthetician. I also had some friends who, their mentors, who definitely um, encouraged me to go and do this. They inspired me because they're in the same business. So it's easier when you see someone else is doing it, when you're an entrepreneur and they're successful. Uh, I have a friend, Ursula Augustine. She's been my friend for years. She has a very successful makeup studio in Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia called Ursula's About Face. Appointment only, very successful. So she was a great example I also have a friend named Bridget who has a beautiful spot in Chestnut Hill that's doing great. So these were visual people. These were people that I knew that were making it. And it was becoming a reality to me that I could really see it happening for myself. 
when you had your traditional employment and nonprofit and everything, do you think that what you're doing now, you were moved more by the passion for what you were doing than what you were doing in a traditional position? That's exactly it. It was definitely a passion. I've always felt like that I didn't belong in that world. I felt like it wasn't for me. So I always felt out of place, even though I was a good employee. I did great work, but I felt like I didn't belong. It wasn't something that, it wasn't a passion. I wasn't thriving for it. I wasn't really living the life that I wanted. So I wasn't completely happy. When I stepped more into the skincare and modeling, when I decided to put more time into it and become a professional as far as skincare, that's when things started to open up and make more sense. So tell us a little bit about your business. Well, as far as being a model, that's always, you're an entrepreneur when you're a model, even when you have modeling agencies. Uh, I have a couple of modeling agencies that represent me, but you have to market yourself. You have to get uh, additional bookings on your own. So that's always an entrepreneur way to uh, for me to make money um, or to make an income. As far as my skincare business, I started out doing uh, services and different salons and spas around the city, including uh, facials, different type of facials, um, cleansing, exfoliating, educating people about their skin. I did a lot with um, ensuring people how to have healthy looking eyes, especially camera ready um, eyes. People worry about dark circles. They worry about bags underneath their eyes, tired eyes. So different ointments, different serums that will help them with that. So when COVID hit, I decided to change things around because I'm not touching people's faces right now. A lot of people aren't. So I decided to do an online business where right now I'm selling skincare products and also herbal tea blends. And my business is called Flourishing Beauty and Wellness. You made an interesting point about when COVID hit, you know, a lot of people that are in um, traditional forms of employment lost their jobs. They lost their sources of income. But working for yourself, it seems that you were able to kind of pivot and then change what you were doing to fit what was happening in society and in the world. Yes. It made it easier for me to survive. Like when you have your own business, you have to pivot. You have to re-strategize, figure out ways where you're going to have your income coming in because now you don't have that paycheck every two weeks coming into you from someone else. That safety net is not there. So your mind opens up. Your creativeness is there. You're talking to other entrepreneurs. You guys are um, bouncing off ideas off of each other, trying to see how we can survive through this you know, situation. And things, people are thriving now. Businesses are thriving now online. So I had to become online savvy. I had to boost up my social media. I had to really learn more about how to uh, have a presence um, on the web, have a presence in social media. So, and I'm still learning. I'm still learning. You know, on social media, when people see all the different products and services there are, there's something that you have to do to connect with those people because it almost seems like instead of necessarily the product that you're selling or the business that you have, they're buying you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. 
Yes, they, they, they are buying you. Yes. Yeah, you have to make that connection with them. And COVID-19 certainly gave us an opportunity to really, like you mentioned, go online and start making those connections that way. Eventually, you'll find your tribe or your tribe will find you based off of what you're posting, the energy that you're putting into your post. I try to be very upbeat. People get my personality right away. I'm very caring. I try to inspire. And whenever I post, people feel that. They feel that energy through that. And I get comments back saying, oh, this brightened up my day. You just inspired me. So people will start tuning in to what you're posting on social media or whatever feel your website has, because that's the, that's exactly what they need right now, especially online. That's exactly what they need. So when you punch up your social media and your websites to give it a little bit of you and your personality in it, it helps. Yeah. It helps to build a connection. Yes. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you when you decided that this is what you were going to do, how you developed the mission and the vision for your venture? Well, the, the mission and, the, and uh, the vision really stemmed from the passion, which was beauty, which was skincare, just kind of pulling, pulling all of that together. Also talking to different people that knew what my passions were, but also saw um, what other things that I might have been, let's say, talented in, uh, what other people looked at me for. They looked at me for skincare advice. They looked at me for also seeing that, oh, the, you know, here she's a model, but then she's also um, a, an esthetician. She must know what she's talking about. So some of that came together by just, just the passions colliding together. I also love to use vision boards putting vision boards together, taking out clips of exactly what I want to do, placing it on a board, also journaling exactly uh, what needs to be done, um, what I want to do, and what um, other people envisioned for me that I felt like fit into my mission, putting that all together. Each day, it just became a little bit more clear, a little bit more refined. Vision boards are an excellent tool. Earlier this year, when we were all planning for 2020, I hosted a group of women together and we did some smart goal planning and we created vision boards. And it's interesting that you brought that up because when you can see what you're going for, um, it can kind of spur, you know, keep you moving toward that opportunity. Uh, it really makes it real when you can see it. So that's an excellent tool. I'm glad you brought that up. And you know, not just that, and I, I can definitely say this, when you're posting what you want to do and the universe is is out there and it sees exactly what you want to do and you're speaking, like speaking it to an existence, speaking it into existence, it really actually works. It works. You're putting out there to the world what your mission is, what you want to do. And then that energy just comes back to you and it gives you the energy to go for it. It gives you the energy. It kind of connects you with other people that's in that same, you know, way of thinking. It actually works. I, when I was at my, um, my nine to five, I would put quotes in my cubicle to keep me going, like leap and the net would, the net will appear. Like have that faith and 
it will happen. I started typing notes to myself, emails to myself about things I wanted to do, almost like a little prayer. I was emailing myself little notes and prayers about what I really wanted to do, sitting in my cube at my nine to five. It was almost like journaling too. Each day or every month, something different happened where it was moving more towards my goal. It was moving more towards leaving that nine to five. It was someone calling me saying, oh, can you work at my spa? Uh, can you work at my spa part-time? Never interviewed, never interviewed. <laughs> but you put it out there and then it comes to you. If you put it out there and be honest with yourself and honest with, you, with what you really want to do, it will come to you and you'll see it. That's very encouraging. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Dr. Ashley Taylor, and I'm joined by Sharice Nelson, and we'll be right back. At American Public University, we believe quality education must be more affordable. That's why, as a leader in online higher education, we focus on minimizing costs and maximizing return on learner investment. And we believe higher education must be more accessible. So our online programs start every month. American Public University. Within reach, without limits. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com. And we're back. I'm Dr. Ashley Taylor, and I'm joined by Sharice Nelson. What are some of the challenges you faced? I think we've touched on a few of them, but specifically, what are some of the challenges you, you faced when you decided to go this route? Well, the first thing for this year, definitely COVID. De definitely COVID because it directly affected salons, spas, you're like to the, you know, shut down, completely shut down where you cannot make any income. You cannot make any income. Everything is based off a of touch. So um, I mentioned before that, you know, having to re-strategize and do virtual consultations. I was doing that and also putting more time into an online presence. You know, I'm home with my son. He's home from school. He's, you know, doing virtual learning. And I can't sit in the salon right now or, you know, a few months ago when COVID started to happen. I, I just couldn't sit in the salon. I'm home. So really having to figure out how can I make an income while I'm at home most of the day, being a mommy and also an entrepreneur, I also, you know, I'm able to do some modeling, but some of that was taken away too because of COVID. And it's still not as, you know, it was not what it was before. So definitely having to be able to watch what's going out in the world and being able to adapt to the different changes that's happening and happening to your business. You're, you're also coping with how to how things are different each month as an entrepreneur. Some days, some, some months are better than others. Some months you're, you're making a little bit more income than others. And that's where that real online presence and marketing and social media has to kick in and you have to get creative and you have to collaborate sometimes with other companies, other groups. I do skincare. So I'm going to collaborate with someone who does candles. Let's do something together. Let's do something virtual. Let's do like, let's do virtual facials and light your candles and let's do a sister moment. You, you get creative and we still have to get creative. 
So within those challenges that you you discussed, you also told us how you overcome some of those challenges by networking and coming together and building new opportunities. Yes, yes, that definitely building new opportunities. This is the time to really start reaching out to other entrepreneurs. This is the time to really start learning each other's businesses, learning each other's missions, holding hands, you know, not literally holding hands, but really coming together and helping each other out and building a community. Like it's it's really needed now. And people are looking for that. When they see two companies coming together and doing something beautiful and they can join in, they love it. You know, it's a win-win for everyone. I know that sometimes we think of this COVID-19 situation as a challenge, but it also is, as you mentioned, an opportunity. So many of us are at home with our children. And as I mentioned earlier, so many people have lost their traditional jobs. And so it really makes you think outside of the box and bringing other people together of like mind who have also had to think that way. It just creates opportunities and opens doors. Yes. And it's it's been great. I've been enjoying a lot of the virtual workshops, you know, you sit right at home in your pajamas or, you know, you have your hot tea or cocoa and you're logged on. It's been great. You're actually able to educate yourself a little bit more now that you don't have to go out, physically go outside and, you know, stomp the pavement, transportation, and you're able to do a little bit more and and really get involved and focus on the new things that are out there now. So how do you feel about your decision to become an entrepreneur? I think I made the best decision. I made the best decision. The number one thing in my life, and most people are looking for this, is being happy, less stress, thriving, flourishing. I felt like I was not thriving in my old job, my nine to five. I wasn't. I was always, I was, I'm a happy person, naturally happy person. So that was there, but I wasn't thriving. I feel like I've come into my own right now. I feel like that I'm able to reach more people. The people are know who I am. I know who they are. I feel like I'm growing into the woman that I'm supposed to be, the presence I'm supposed to have. And that feels good. And I feel like I'm blessed with how things have evolved for me. I am completely pleased and satisfied with my move. Happy that you took that leap of faith. Yes, I did. (laughs) Yeah. So what would your advice be for other women that are considering moving into a unique business venture? The first thing is definitely have faith. You have to have faith in yourself. You have to have faith in your plans and in your dreams. Find out what you want to do. You pray on it. You meditate on it. You tell some people about it, people who are in the industry that you want to be in. You want to communicate with them. You want to learn from them. You want to document your ideas. You want to journal about it. You want to make it real for yourself. Create those vision boards. Also, learning how to market this on social media. Get on social media before you start your business. Do your research and see how other people are marketing what what you want to do. Also, be around people who are who have positive vibes. You don't want anybody to down you because of your 
your decision to move forward with taking that leap of faith. You also have to make sure that you are an expert in what the area that you want to be in. So you have to get the training or the education in order to do it. So that goes along with following or connecting with those who are doing it already, learning from them, doing your research online. First, dip your toe in it. And then once you have your education and once you have your, you know, you expose yourself to that, then you can really go out and possibly be in that world and do it. You know, I did mine part time. I started out as an esthetician and model part time. And that gave me the confidence and let me know that I can definitely do this full time and let go of my nine to five. That's excellent advice. It seems like it's a common theme I'm, I'm picking up on these entrepreneurship episodes that you have to take that leap. You really have to have, as you said, faith in yourself and believe in your product or service and get that education or training to back it up so that you can be an expert in your field and really go out there and go for what you know that you can do. Um, sometimes a lot of people will not do what they want to do just because they're scared. Um, as we mentioned before, that safety net is not going to be there, but you have to become your own safety net. Yes, you build your, those nets. And I must say, and I should have said this earlier, that I have a very supportive husband who has been an entrepreneur. So it was easier for me to make that decision, too, because he's been in that situation. So he, he knew that I could do it. And that helped, you know, 100 percent. He has been an entrepreneur for years, so he was another perfect example And I, that you can definitely do it. It's not like something that's out of this world. It's not like something you just see on television or you just see on the Internet as, you know, stars or celebrities. Like, it's not. It's a thing that you can actually do. It's, it can be your reality. Thanks, Sharice, for taking the time to speak with me and to share your insights you have shared some valuable gems that other women will be able to use. And um, I wish you well in your ventures. Thank you so much. I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. For more information about our university, visit us at studyatapu.com. APU. American Public University.